have my crown. Yes, it's time again for Buddy Mark. Call him up and tell him what you're thinking. But be kind because he's doing the best he can. Better. Stronger. Faster. Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. Hey, what if the voice calls while you're gone? Take a message. <laughs> Bye. I'm ready for this my whole life. I'm incapable of small talk. <laughs> but that's why you love me, right? Kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. And now, here he is, the host, Buddy Martin. You got Strickland here. Hold on, hold on, buddy. This is my favorite part. This is part of the talking shop Strickland. You hear me, buddy? Yes, yes, buddy. Hi, buddy. How you doing, man? Oh, uh, swing what happy hunting to you? I'm sorry, I just missed that, hey, Steve. That's uh, okay. We, just, we continue to have productive conversations. Okay, that's that's how we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Well, good Mark, luck and thank we, you very much. That's, we, uh, that's how we're doing. A lot of interest in the job. Yeah. A lot of interest we'll in be, the job. Right, we'll you. see you soon. If you guys have- hey, Dad. Go. Hello, Brendan. Hello. Hello, Gator Nation Kingdom. Buddy Martin from our Wild Missing Pennsylvania studios with Woo! guests tonight. And it is a special night in the kingdom. As you can see, Brendan is yeah. wearing his royal attire. His I can see attire. you're all serious as usual. You haven't been on the air yeah. with me in a while. Yeah. You're all serious. serious tonight. So serious. serious. You need but to have a drink. I, have I can I tell you've been broadcasting without me. We're going to actually wait because we have a special announcement to make here. Uh, as soon as we can, then we'll have our toasts, our whole uh, – Group is standing by Get Our Nation Kingdom to, to present a special toast to our 1,000th member of Get Our Nation Kingdom in a very short time. All handpicked, selected. Very excited. We're going to introduce him tonight, I believe. You're getting a call from somebody, and we're going to make that happen. So let's just say our guest. Are we going to call him? What's the deal? Uh, look at on your messages. Bubba's supposed to let the you messages. know the number. You're all serious. All business. Right. Been on the air without me. I can and tell. by the way, by the way. Uh, I want to say we do have Franz Beard back at a little bit after uh, 10 after 9 to finish up our conversation about the basketball scandal uh, and also to get a basketball team running a big one over Auburn. And then tonight at 9.30, our old friend Max Howell, uh, the uh, coach, the broadcaster, uh, sage that he is, and author of his famous What's for Dinner, uh, will be joining us to talk about how much cheating is going on and how much used to go on back when he was coaching. And, by the way, a bunch. So, what is that? Wow. St. We, 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 Augustine Gin. Kind of gotten a little bit serious about it. I went, I went on my birthday, which you just jumped all in serious, serious as usual. Um, I, I got this on my birthday weekend. Where I met some Gator fans, we have some new members of the Gator Nation, Kevin, who are part of that 1,000 new members. Oh, by the way, if you will, well, let's go ahead. Our new member does not want to come on live. He's the, but let me just say his name. Can we say his, his name? name? Jeff Cole, K O H L. He is a University of Florida Woo-hoo! graduate. I believe he lives in Gainesville, I believe Bubba told me. And Bubba was just on the phone to him. He says, uh, he doesn't want to go live, but we can respect that. So yes, we can. So we're What's he get? Does he get like a party? We get an autographed copy of the Steve Spurrier book, 
signed by yours truly and Coach Spurrier. And we may find something else in our goodie closet and we'll honor him at our our big tailgate party. Bubba's best damn tailgate party coming up on the 14th of April. Bubba, of course, won the entire SEC for the best tailgates. And it was picked by Sunshine Network, ESPN. So Bubba will have his tailgate party there for our crowd, the Gator Nation. King will be there, dilly dilly. Time to raise our glasses, Brendan. For yeah. and, and behind me, Rebecca and I can't see everybody. Ryan and Kristen. Kristen. Yeah, I got to take a full screen of you guys here. Hold on. Okay. All right. There, here's everybody. Go say. Not only are we going to say dilly dilly to Jeff and to the uh, to the Gator Nation Kingdom. But also to our family up here and our family back in Florida, and it's it's great uh, to have you in the kingdom. Let's just say dilly dilly, everybody, hey. dilly, dilly. Hey, hey. dilly dilly. Jeff, welcome, man. That's great. Thank you, studio audience. PD's down here. He wants to get up to. You you we can hear you, but you can't hear us. Uh, you'll have to hear it on your phone. Yeah, you're gonna have to hear it on your phone, Rebecca. We're not like you know thousand dollar studio here. You know, we do our best. We're not even 100. We're about 20 bucks in. Oh, so, you know, congrats again to our thousandth member. Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? And uh, you got a graphic right above your head that you don't see that no, says, don't. don't eat supermarket when you could be enjoying fresh CD farms. Well, I want to mention that to you. That's a special. This is our new sponsor, the Late Night Dilly Dilly. And this is one of our own. Chris David Kubulis from uh, his farms and Archer CD Farms pasture. I don't have any good video of it yet. I mean, just it just happens. Breaking news. But you had steaks already. You didn't give me any. I ate well, them. Well, I ate them all for myself. You did. And, my family. Uh, I fed yeah, my family. So he has some good stuff besides steak, but boy, that's good. So he can't step forward, and he and his wife said, "We like." We would like to sponsor a late night dilly dilly for a while. So there you go. Let's have a little dilly dilly for. The Decubulus family up in um, City Farms and Archer. Dilly Dilly. Our official meat supplier. And appreciate that. And he's been one of our, one of our Laurel members and our, our admins. Well, I like here. that. Don't eat supermarket when you could be enjoying fresh CD farms. I Not check them out on it. Facebook. We don't Ooh. have all their information yet. We're going to get all that stuff. Well, we're, getting, we're working. Here's to you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, CD Farms. Cheers, Dilly Dilly. Tracy and Chris. Yeah. Okay. It's time to get to business. Is it cold uh, there? It is not cold here. It's probably 45 or 50. It is? Yeah. It's, it's not cold pretty, here. It's, it's, not cold. It, it's not cold here at all. Thanks, Brendan. Appreciate it's 80, that. It was 85 today. I went to the beach. Did you? Can you see? I can I see. Like a lobster. All right. I'm not getting any of my... It's called uh, color. My usual what? comments. I have to go to my go oh, to well, I can tell you what's happening. Joey McBraver says, awesome news. Chris, thanks for sponsoring the late night Dilly Dilly Bubba Ennis. Did you get my message? Oh, I didn't get your message, Bubba. I'll have see to you. check. See, Well, I got lots going on. You know, I got 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 to, got to check here. So I'll check the messages. Now we roll, man. All oh. that's going on. Oh, he changed All his right. mind, maybe. Hold on. Maybe. Hold on. We'll things go are, check things are developing. Stand by. This is a show that changes. Things change. Keep of the program. Uh, 
I'll read this while you're waiting uh, from David Soderquist, the Gator Nation Kingdom. Congratulations to Buddy Martin and Brendan Martin and the whole Gator Nation Kingdom, mods, admins, and chiefs. In such little time, we have done so much in expanding a true, loyal, and respectful Gator community. This is only the beginning of something great, Champon Gators. Thank you. Um, Are you going to talk okay. about the tailgate while I'm, I'm asking okay. questions about our thousands? Okay, I can call him. I'm going to call yes. him. Our guy. Yeah. I'm going to call the guy. Hold All on. right. Give him a call. I'll Skype him. Hold on. While we're waiting on that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about our conversation this afternoon, continuing on with Franz Beard shortly, was about the um, two things. First of all, the cheating that's going on and who will be next and how deeply involved are some of these other people. Speculation as it is, we want to be careful. But I asked this question today. Do you think cheating is rampant in college basketball and college football? And, um, you know, I think it was the, the, the people in the kingdoms kind of said, yeah, probably, but we don't really know the details. We asked Brady Ackman about it. Brady said, it's right. going on, but the media doesn't know. All right. Stand by, buddy. We're going to right. call him. Okay. I'm calling him right now. We're done. All right. So if we can get him. Let me know when you get him. You remember his name? Jeff Cole. Okay. I'm just making sure. It's ringing. All right. So hold on. We'll talk about. Hey, Brendan. Hey, Jeff. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly, huh? You're on with <laughs> with Brendan it. and Buddy Martin on the late night dilly dilly, Jeff Cole. How are you, sir? All right. Doing well. Buddy, you want to Congra- talk? Yeah, hey. congratulations to you, Jeff. Glad to have you aboard. Tell us how you found out about the kingdom, and uh, so happy to have you. You have a copy of the Steve Spurrier autobiography written by some dude. Uh, coming your way, autographed by the writer and the the coach himself. Uh, that'll be in uh, as soon as you send me the information, I'll get it to you. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about how you found us. And glad to have you aboard. Glad you could be the one thousandth member of the fastest growing group of Gator fans and supporters and media in the country. And the best looking. Oh, that's fantastic. I appreciate it, and it's an honor to be the uh, thousandth member of the kingdom. Uh, I'm a, I'm a Gator alum myself. I, uh, actually graduated up there twice, uh, once back in 2002 and then again in 2006. So, um, I, I love Gainesville, love the town and, uh, love our athletics program from top to bottom. Um, which, uh, reminds me, or, or I hope you get a chance to talk about the women's lacrosse team because, uh, they had some kind of remarkable comeback today. Um, yeah, I, uh, found out about you guys through Facebook and I've been kind of following you buddy since, uh, since your, since our head coaching hunt and your, uh, late night trip to the, uh, off the radar airport. So, uh, that's kind of where I got my foot in the door with, with you all specifically. And then I've tuned in for a few shows. Uh, just, uh, I think you guys do a hell of a job and, uh, you know, you do a great job covering all things Gator top to bottom. Well, I did not know about the lacrosse team. One of the things I love about this. So, you have a connection there? Uh, no. No, I don't. I Jeff? just, uh, I, yeah. Well, tell us about it. What, what, what happened in the game? Evidently, we were, uh, we were down and had some kind of uh, epic, remarkable comeback, uh, to, to win the match today. Hmm. Um, you know, it, if anything could outshine the uh, the win over Auburn <laughs> in basketball, uh, uh, our ladies did a heck of a job uh, making sure their name was still on the paper today. 
been a good week for him. Been a good week for him. Well, we're so glad you've joined us, and we're so glad that you're with us. And hope you will put. You live in Gainesville? Uh, no, actually, I'm I'm down in Tampa right now. I've Tampa, been down okay. Tampa for the last twelve years or so. So okay. Uh, I'm representing yeah. the Gator Nation down here a little bit All south right. and west. Cool. Well, Brendan there was born in St. Pete, and I spent a number of years working at the St. Pete Times back in the day when it was called the St. Pete Times. So we know the Tampa market fairly good. It's really great to have you. Hope you'll stay in touch and you'll often uh, comment often. And, we, and uh, congratulations for being the 1,000th member. You can send me your information. Uh, Brendan, can you tell him off the air or can you message him? I cannot well? do anything off the air now. We can send okay. it to uh, on a, a direct message to me uh, or to you directly to uh, the Buddy Martin Show. We can get it that way. Are you? Uh, did you like the Buddy Martin Show page or through the Kingdom? You can directly message us that way, if you would. Or I'll find you if you're a member of the Kingdom and ask you. That's what I'll do. Sounds great. We'll figure it out right. one way or another. We got twelve awesome admins. We'll find a way. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it, Jeff. Congratulations. Thank you guys. Thanks, Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Me and great. I can't wait to to see what our and teams do this year. Well, we're excited Sean, too. Thanks, Sean, buddy. To Congrats, dilly dilly. dilly. Gotta say, dilly dilly. Dilly dilly, there it is. Let's try. Bye, love you. Thanks, Charlie. That's called big deal. So Yeah, that's awesome. good. All right, time to call France if you would give him a buzz. Yeah. Uh, I'll go over some of these questions that uh, we had earlier today. I'll check in now with the group because I imagine. Does France know we're going to Skype him in? He does. He does. And if he doesn't, he can call him. All right. He'll answer. I told him we'd be Skyping. All right. Hold so on. while we do that, I'd be able to get my comments now, which I couldn't get, can't get because Brendan's producing tonight. So we're what gonna do, you do mean? that. You can get you... your comments if you open your app, but turn your phone volume down because as soon as you open it, which it's app? gonna get dicey. Yeah, which app? The Facebook app. I know. So open it up and then turn on the show, and then you'll see the you're gonna see the. Comments. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. Okay. So all right there. I'm going to call Franz Beard. I'm getting messages from our friend Bubba Ennis, who is oh, this the... This is a great job. Thank you. The admin really uh, deserve, um, you know, and, and the whole team deserves uh, kudos for the way they handle that whole situation. So congratulations to them, too. So, All right. So uh, you folks are busy. Look at the old Dilly Dilly crown there. It says, it's one. Oh, there you go. There's my phone. Mm-hmm. But it happens when you turn it down, but when you turn oh. it on, it comes on again. I know. So that's night. just how it is. The, the, the volume of control is no good when you turn the app back on again. So nope. Just so you know. So you know. Uh, you, know you can go ahead for anytime I'm you trying want them right now. I think it's the right one. If not, I'll try the other one. Um, <clears throat> Hello, Mr. Franz Beard. Good evening. Good evening, sir. Francis, good evening, guys. Dilly, dilly, we just sir. had um, an announcement. Our 1,000th member, the Gator Nation Kingdom, Mr. Jeff Cole of Tampa, was just on the phone, and there we go. We're going for our second thousand now. So uh, uh, we're on our way, Francis. And you've been with us from day one. And <clears throat> Jeffrey Bennett says, I love this show because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen, Franz Beard. Hi, Franz. How are you, buddy? Hi. I'm doing well, Brendan. Yeah. You're looking healthy. Are you drinking water, staying hydrated? I am drinking lots I, of water. I respect that, Franz, but I'm drinking gin tonight. 
Lucky for you. <laughs> I just Says celebrated here, a birthday, way. friends. Buddy's being all serious, so I'm trying to like lighten up the moods here, you know, and let you know. I just turned 21. Oh. Again. It's amazing. Wow. You keep doing that. 44, friends. 44 big ones. Okie yeah. dokie. Well, there you go. Did you work out today, Franz? I just wanted to say, I don't want to interrupt your private conversation. Well, I just wanted to check in with Franz before we get all serious, because you guys are definitely going to get serious tonight, because there's some serious stuff to talk about. Well, we have things to talk about, and I wanted to say that we'll be talking to to Max Howell at the bottom of the hour. Franz and I had a conversation earlier about this, and uh, everybody's all excited about the fact that we got uh, our thousandth member, and I love... uh, this idea, Dan Hancock says, need a dilly-dilly from the ice house. We need, listen up out there, nation, Nation kingdom, we need to have meet and greets in each area, okay? We, Franz, you know, we've talked about this. We need to have a meet and greet in the Orlando area, uh, and I think Susan, whoever's down there, and fans, you're part of that southern, you're, you're not too far from there. You could be a part of that. Because you have a buying a new home down that in the uh, county over from there. I don't want to give away too much information. You need a meet and greet in Ocala, Gainesville. You need a meet and greet in probably up in Jacksonville, Brunswick. So if uh, anybody wants to volunteer for the meet and greets before we have the big party on the 14th of, uh, of, of, of April, we would appreciate that. Okay. Anything else? We should probably okay. do a, a head count for the party. One of these days. Okay. You know, like, well, let's you know. let Bubba do that. It's his tailgate party. Bubba, can you do that? The head count, ask people. To, well, he's doing it right, right. now. He's right. doing it on this. I'm not trying to get involved. Have you not I'm gone not... to his hey. event page? I'm just like, you know, page. it's hot tonight. I know you're in Pennsylvania where it's cold. Friends and I are hot. It's a hot, muggy evening here in Florida. It's a balmy Roger 85 Burns today. comes to his meet and greet in China. Okay. Um, Francis, let's talk a little hoop and a little bit about cheating. You want to? Absolutely. By the way, Duke just got beat by Virginia Tech. Yikes. On a last second shot. Hmm. Hmm. See? Was that cheating? Well, I you know, Duke is implicated in this scandal. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Wendell Wendell Carter uh is listed among the people. Um of course, as you might expect, Coach K is saying you know he knows nothing of it and and i'll make this statement buddy i made it earlier tonight i'll make it again the coaches know they know they've always known um rick barnes had some interesting things to say earlier today and rick barnes is one of the few truly straight shooters in the game uh he got dismissed at texas because he wouldn't play the games with the Texas AAU coaches. Um, winningest coach in Texas basketball history, but lost a lot of good players because he wouldn't play the games uh, with the AAU coaches. Uh, and he's at Tennessee now. One of the few actually intelligent hires that Tennessee has made in any sport in many years. Tennessee, you know, Tennessee is the poster child for ineptitude among its athletic directors. Um, but he made a comment today. He says, you know, you can't – he says paying the players isn't going to help. He says there's always going to be a dark element in this as long as there's this much money in the college basketball game. 
He says, you, as long as there's this much money, he says, somebody is going to be in there looking for ways to circumvent the system. Um, then he was asked, what do you do when you catch the cheaters? And he says, you cannot evacuate wins. He says, you can't, you know, take down championship banners. He says, he says, you can't give the death penalty either, but he says, you can do whatever's next. For example, he's talking about, okay, one scholarship a year for four years as a way to handle the cheaters. And you know what, buddy? I, I agree with that. I think that's probably the best solution I've heard yet. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Lynn Tindall brings up the, the connection that, uh, that, that Krzyzewski's had with the pro players in, in, uh, in the Olympics, which helped him in his recruiting, which is uh, – Certainly uh, a big advantage, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, um, well, I don't – look, you said, Franz, the tip of the iceberg. You've intimated we don't want to get into guessing as to who's going to fall next, but certainly it's going to happen. And then the, the next thing is going to be football. It's going to happen. Uh, there, there's going to be – we know all of those stories we've heard, but we never could write them because we couldn't verify them. That recruiting, uh, you know, obviously people – get paid off all the time. Uh, we've all heard that, right, Brendan? Well, there, I, Brendan? here's what I'll t say about that. Basketball is easier to cheat in. Why? And I'll say, why? Because you're only talking you're about 13, 13 scholarship players. Yeah. And these kids who come to college basketball, you know, a guy who's, who comes to play for Duke, I guarantee you he's probably played 300 AAU games by the time he gets to college. He is developed. You know, he's played. Uh, these kids, get, they have international competitions. Uh, you know, the Team USA, they go all over the place. You can play, play all over the world before you're 18 years old. You can go to the NBA development players development camp in charlottesville virginia two or three times before you're 18 years old um it, there's so much out there to develop the players you know a, a kid that goes to duke a kid that goes to kentucky um those kids those kids have already played games they've been scouted by everybody everybody knows their nba potential but now you take a kid, for example, who signs at Florida, who right now, let's just say, is six feet five and 220 pounds and has grown three inches and put on 30 pounds in the last year. The guy I'm talking about is Javon Kearse. OK, he when he was a senior, I mean, when he was a junior down in Fort Myers, he was about 6'2", 6'3", and about 190 pounds. When he signed with Florida, he was 6'5", and he weighed 220 and was a safety who they thought might grow into a linebacker. Well, because football is a developmental game and these kids who come here are, you know, they're just now starting to grow into their bodies. When he left Florida, he was six foot six and 270 pounds. He played in the NFL at six, six and almost 300 pounds. Now, that's why college basketball is easier to cheat because you have no idea. I guarantee you when Steve Spurrier signed Javon Kears, 
Nobody ever said this guy's going to be six foot six and 270 pounds and run like a deer when he leaves here. Lewis Oliver, I'll give you another example. Lewis Oliver walked on at Florida, was a was six foot one and weighed 190 pounds and ran a four eight forty. When he left Florida, he was six foot four, two twenty five and ran a four three. Now, what happened? He developed. You can't predict that so much in football. You get guys that you can predict. You know, Alabama gets guys that, you know, that like this tackle. They've got Leatherwood who, who played as a freshman and started, you know, six foot six, 325 pounds as an 18 year old. Uh, it's just a matter of time for him. You can see a guy like that getting paid, but. You, you sign 25 guys. You're going to pay everybody. Is everybody going to have that kind of size and potential? You sign certain guys that you know that you know can play right way. Uh, every year, Nick Saban's probably got four or five guys that he knows are going to contribute as freshmen, and then the rest of his the rest of his um, the rest of his recruiting class. 25 or the the other 20 guys, those are guys that are going to redshirt, that they're going to develop, etc., like that. So it's not it, – it, it's it's like I said, it's just so much easier to cheat in basketball because yeah. you get guys that are developed as opposed to guys that you hope will develop. Well, it's easier, too, because of the fact that you've got the AAU. And they, they play all summer long to travel. These travel leagues are terrible. Uh, we know what goes on there. All the seeds are planted there. The shoe companies are involved in that. Uh, like I said to you earlier today, I had someone tell me, he was a very famous person, that he talked to the guy who orchestrated the whole thing and said, yeah, they did. They bought players. Uh, we know that's been going on. My friend Joe Williams points out something the other day about it's very easy to get money to people. You know, the money can go through a boy's orphanage someplace. You know, and that money can be sort of called laundered and then provided to the parents of the player another way. It's very easy to get that money to them without it showing up. I still think the whole Cam Newton thing is rotten. But they, out, they, no caught him, they, they, they caught him. And, you know, you introduced me to Cam Newton's father. We were at uh, we were at uh, Friday Night Lights. And we were, no, we were at Friday Night Lights or, or one of the night scrimmages. And you introduced me to Cam Newton's father when he was there. But openly, it was known that he always told the price on, on my son is 250000 That was the number. And that's also, I think, what Dan Mullen's crew reported in Mississippi State uh, later on uh, and, and told people about it. But they, could, they couldn't get enough. What, they can't get enough information to think that's not crooked. They say, oh, it was the father, not the I mean, come on, man. You, you can't. I mean, until they're willing to do something about it, and friends, you know all these youth leagues, like in Miami, the amount of money that passes hands in football down. You've seen, you see the documentary, oh, yeah. what goes on where they have thousands of dollars infecting who gets what players in Pee Wee football for crying out loud. They already are bought players back at that level at 12 and 13 years old, and that's the system they go with. I don't say every player who goes to a football scholarship is bought or paid, or that every coach cheats. But there is a lot of it and a lot more than I thought there was and a lot more of it than most people think there is. And as Brady Ackerman said today, a guy who's coached some, he said, the media just doesn't know about it. They oh, haven't got I, enough, you know? 
So, uh, buddy, buddy, I I've been, you know, I've been telling you all the years we've known each other, and you know all the AAU events I've gone to over the you years. You went to a bunch of the biggest, and I've come back and told you some of the stories about you have about it, and you know, you watch these coaches that come that come through there, you know. They know what's going on. I guarantee you they know. Just like in football, they know the players that are for sale, and they know the ones that have a measure of integrity. Um, it's and, and the line between integrity and bought and sold gets thinner every year because you start getting things like these stipends, okay? Now, for example, at the University of, of Tennessee, $5,600 uh, a year as, a, as the cost of uh, the what they call, I guess, the cost of living or whatever that is, cost of attendance that they give uh, in addition to the scholarship. Now, a kid gets – think about this for a second. A kid gets a Pell Grant, and a Pell Grant can be, I think, four or $5,000 these days. And he gets to keep that money, too. He's on a scholarship, and the school pays for everything, but he can sign up for a Pell Grant. Okay, if your parents uh, don't make a certain amount of money, you can ma- you can max that out. Maybe, let's say, $5,000 there. And you're at the University of Tennessee, and you got another $5,000 coming in from uh, from your cost of attendance. Plus, you get all your school paid for. You get all this you get all these clothes and shoes to wear, shorts, everything like this, jackets, you name it. You, you get a lot of gear when you're there. When you're there, when I was up up in Columbus a few years ago, and and I was taking the tour of Urban Myers facility, Urban uh, Urban stops by at this window, and he says, "Give this guy some gear." There's there's my there's my Ohio State cap he gave me. That day, I got a shirt and everything like that, and and it was you know wow. But this room was a warehouse, buddy, and I mean I'm guaranteeing <laughs> I'm guaranteeing they had ten thousand pairs of shorts in there. They had ten thousand shirts, you name it, they had it. And these guys get all this stuff. Now I'm going to throw something else in. We talked about this earlier. And I go back 40 years. So when I say this, I was on a campus of a of a major of a college basketball blue blood and visiting with a, an All-American player who I had known since high school. We're walking to, for, back to his dorm. He stops at his mailbox, opens up his mailbox, pulls out a, a manila envelope, opens it up. And on the outside, there's no return address, just a time stamp through a small town, say about, oh, 50, 70 miles away. He opens up his envelope and there's 500 bucks all in 20s, 10s and fives in there. Now, why would it be there? Because a kid who's a basketball player walking around town, right, you know, with a hundred dollar bill, people might ask questions. But a kid who, who suddenly, you know, takes his girlfriend mm-hmm. out and pays for 20 bucks with, you know, a 10 and two fives. You know, nobody asked that question. I asked him, I said, where does this come from? He said, I don't know. He said, but it shows up on the first of every month. He said, always with a different city where it comes from. Now we hear about the hundred dollar handshakes, but 
this is this is probably more common than than anything. And to say that it doesn't go on at you know, let's say mm-hmm. at a, at a place like you know th- that we know that has a lot of integrity. Let's just say, use Notre Dame for example. You don't think that goes on at Notre Dame? You don't think that goes on at Alabama or Miss Ole Miss or Florida or any other place? Yes, it does. And there's no way to stop that. All right, fans, we got to jump in here because we got somebody there who was standing by. But one of the things we were going to comment on today was the path of the Florida Gator basketball team. Real quickly, if you would elaborate on that, how you see it shaking down. Well, I th- I believe that Florida is in the tournament now. I I think the win over Auburn that was their eighth quality win and. As we talked about earlier today, RPI is no longer the big deal. It's quality wins. And now the RPI is part of that formula because it's about how many teams with better RPI or top 50 RPI, et cetera, that did you beat? Florida's got eight of those, which puts the Gators, I think, about the fourth best total in the country. Eight quality wins. So I think they're in. They're nine and seven, which means the worst they could do is a nine and nine. Currently, Jerry Palm has them as a number 10 seed. Uh, Joe Lenardi has the Gators as a seven. I believe if the Gators can win at Alabama tomorrow night, home against Kentucky, which a lot of people are saying Kentucky is about to play its way into a number four seed. But if Florida could somehow beat Kentucky and finish this regular season with 20 wins, and that would be – two more quality wins that would be 10 quality wins out of your 20 i think that florida might see itself as a six and possibly even a five seed i don't think a four seed is possible anymore unless let's say the gators win these next two that would assure them of of being a double buy in the nc at the sec tournament which means you don't play till friday let's say they won that they would be at 23 wins, and I think a 23-win Florida team quite possibly is a, is a number four seed. All right, that Francis, good stuff. Number four seed. Well, we'll talk about it again later in the week. We'll catch up. Thank you very much for doing double duty today. Great job. Uh, and, uh, and and congratulations to our 1,000th member, Jeff Absolutely. Cole. Absolutely. Huh? Big dilly-dillies to him, man. And a dilly-dilly to Brendan for – Making it through 44 years. 44 years, Franz Beard. Can you believe it? I can. You, I, you know, you I knew me when I was just 21, right? <laughs> I knew your dad. Let's put it this way. I knew your dad before you were even an idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's for another time, Franz. That's, that's another show. We can work on that. <laughs> Francis, thank you, buddy. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Franz. Right. Thanks, Thanks, guys. All right, Brendan, you want me to call? You want to call? Thank you, Francis. Thanks. What do you Brendan. want? To, you will, you will, I can call, Max, I can call Max, or you can, what do you want to do? You can call Go ahead him on the and call. Phone. All right. Yeah, you, whatever you want to do, you'll call him on the phone. Right. You got his number. All right, fair enough. And he's expecting our call. We're running in late. And last time we had to blow, it gives me time to talk about Daniel L. Hightower, a lawyer, fighting for accident victims justice since 1976, car accident, work accident, wrongful death, personal injury. Social Security Disability, contact Daniel L. Hightower, lawyer fighting for accident victim justice since 1976. He's a sponsor of this program along with our podcast each day. 
If you need an attorney, he's a good one. Call 352-629-7777 or visit danhightower.com. Offices in Ocala, Florida. Daniel L. Hightower, lawyer, fighting for action and victim justice since 1976. Also, thank you to the Ocala Quarterback Club, Dr. Frank Cannon, and the whole team of club captains, club champions, who make it possible for us to bring you this program. We'll be speaking shortly, hopefully, with Max Howell. Uh, Max is a longtime friend, associate, former coach uh, in the ACC and SEC. I wonder, maybe maybe FSU wasn't in the ACC when he coached there, but he was a coach of, of Auburn and a lot of different places. You were able to find him, Brendan? Or do you want me to call him? No, stand by. Hold on, hold on. Hold All right. I uh, know we're running a little bit late for him. Also, thanks to our friends at Rinstar Medical Research, sponsor of our, our town show, which airs every Thursday. Uh, and uh, we, uh, we that's non-sports stuff, and you can get that going to our town with Buddy Martin. Also, you can locate us on Gator Nation Daily News. Uh, the podcast is on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, TuneIn Radio. Uh, we're everywhere. And if you haven't read the post by uh, Adam Reardon today, uh, he resigned from his position as a morning show uh, host uh, on WMOP in Ocala. First time Ocala hadn't had a local sports talk program since, since we started him. All right, we're dialing. Are we there with Max Howell? We're, we're dialing him right now. Okay, we're dialing him right now. And so, yeah, so for the first time uh, today, Ocala didn't have a sports oh. local sports talk show. Max Howell. That's it. We're on the air with Max. We apologize for getting to you a little bit late. We had a That's celebration okay. tonight, Max. We had a celebration. We had our thousandth person signed up for the Gator Nation Kingdom, and we just had to celebrate it. Well, I heard that. I was watching. I've been following your show tonight. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations to the you... team here. I mean, it's uh, yeah. what a bunch of people. They're doing it right, and it's and uh, we're excited about the future and what we're doing now, and you've always been an innovator, Max. Heck, you, you were my hero the first time when you were able to syndicate your show uh, and get it. And, and uh, how many stations did you all wind up with a conference call? 200? We, not, right at 200, yeah. But we just started off at about 40, and it jumped the second and third year to like 125. I mean, you know, we, we I think, I don't want to say a pioneer, but we were one of the first that talked sports throughout the South. Oh. And if you recall, I think what motivated that was from the listeners is we take the tours and go to every college campus uh, yeah. in the Southeastern Conference and do a show live, yeah. uh, both in the fall and in the spring. And, uh, and certainly it worked out well. And I, I still have some very close friends that I've made during those days. Well, we loved it. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> we loved it. And you came to, we were one of the first ones to get you on the air. Uh, we took yep. you and a guy named Tony Kornheiser, who nobody had ever heard of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh, on our show back in 1996. And I remember getting the uh, teletype or some guy saying there's a show called Conference Call. I thought, are they going to call about the SEC or what's the conference about, you know? And yeah. we became <laughs> friends, and you guys did our show every night. So we went off your own, and then you came to Gainesville, came down and did the yes, show did. for I believe we were at Harry's, weren't we, or something? That's right. That's very yeah. true. Very true. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a great program. We kind of modeled Southern Pigskin uh, after a little bit, but we have now ended that show after a four-year run uh, because uh, it's just difficult to regionalize 
uh, a radio network unless you have lots of funds. Uh, and I'll tell you, things, everything's just hyper local. Now you're doing it up in, in Alabama now, as we speak. You've got it on a network of TV stations and you're on mine. Tell people about your show that you're doing now. Yeah, we have a, we have a syndicated show. It's once a week. Uh, we just run that from August to January. This is all about college football. Uh, it's an hour show aired, uh, every Monday night. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, we have it syndicated in over 60 TV stations. Uh, we're in about, they project the numbers. We're in about a million homes every week. But, and it's, uh, nice. you know, it's been quite gratifying. We take a few calls along the way, but it's, it's so crammed with information within an hour. You know, you, as you well know, you've been in this business a long time. You, you can't, you can't do a lot of calls. A three hour show for radio as history shows. It's been yeah. the ideal, I thought, the ideal time to take calls. But if you've got a one-hour show, you're trying Not to cover at no. least top stories. You know, you don't have time. But, yeah, no. I appreciate that. It's, and, it, and we're on Facebook. Uh, it's called Ask yep. Game Day TV. And uh, we'll, we'll fill questions off our, face, off our Facebook page on a daily basis. And certainly uh, it's, it's gone very, very well for us. Cool. Well, say shout-out to the uh, Gator Nation Kingdom to have you bunch tonight. And uh, we they all love these late night dilly dilly shows. We have some of our best uh, best shows on late night dilly dilly, and sometimes they're on Friday, sometimes they're on Mondays. We have a lot to talk about right now. What's going on down here, as you know, certainly you know. Sure. But, uh, I want to go back, Brandon, to the morning. I believe it was morning, uh, or was it night? I think it was morning that we said I'm gonna I'm gonna call Max morning. out. Yeah, yeah, Sunday morning. It yeah, was su- it was. It's like the 28th or something of October, whatever that day was there. And we were looking right. and, and we just found out that, 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 uh, that, that McElwain was gone. We're thinking about where do you start with a coach, you know? And so, uh, I called you before we went on the air. I said, yeah. what do you think? And you said, everything has to start with Dan Mullen. You said at that point. Yep. And of course you were, Spot on, and uh, you may you brought out some great points. I didn't know about his buyout, et cetera, et cetera, and I didn't hear anybody else reporting that but you. And I got to yeah. tell you, I'm well, very proud of the way we were able to report that story, thanks to people like you and this good old fashioned shoe leather, you know. It is, but but remember, I was in Mississippi. I'd gotten to know Scott Strickland very well. I live right. 50 miles south of, of Starkville, uh, mm-hmm. on campus quite often during the you know during the time that Dan was. The, the coach there, and then of course, knowing his background, coming from Florida, uh, and I think at that particular time, I think now the, the Gator Nation is really awakened to the fact is that the guy's a good football coach, and we've already seen the, the recruiting turn around tremendously. And I think that's the key. Uh, I think he's, he, he, I don't want to say he went back home, he's not a, a Southern native, we know that, but the fact is, he he's experienced some great success while at Florida. And certainly I thought, even though, and I know I, I get shots coming at me when I've made comments like that on other shows from the Georgia fans and all, saying about, well, you know, he, he lost by 40 to, to Kirby this past year, blah, blah, blah. You have to understand, buddy, and you've probably been there, to recruit to start with Mississippi and, mm-hmm. to, and to draw the caliber of players he was able to draw mm-hmm. is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, it's not a, that's not an easy place to, to go to. And, uh, and he was able to do it. He had a tremendous track record in coaching quarterbacks and coaching, in particular, on the defensive side as well. He brings Todd Grantham with him. Uh, and I think, I think the bright, you know, I think the future is extremely bright. I saw a little bit far on this past week saying, hey, the two coaches in the SEC that can 
turn a program around in one year, and Dan Mullins one of them. And uh, and I absolutely agree with him. Yeah, and Max Max Howell's our special guest tonight. Max, uh, you know, it's a little bit like Spurrier going to Duke and and trying to win without much, and did win the conference title. Dan never won the conference title, but he did have an unbelievable run there where he got to number one in the nation for about a week. Uh, in, in, a, in a time when the SEC West was the best conference or division in all of the land. That's right. And things That's were right. really humming in, uh, in Oxford and they were, they were playing great ball and you still had Texas A&M coming to LSU was strong. Uh, you know, Arkansas was still alive as a very difficult division. And here he was, uh, leading the division, leading the nation in, in start with Mississippi is unheard of. Uh, now you can't sustain that maybe, but, uh, and I do remember that when Urban Meyer took his Florida team out there to play him, that his pupil beat him, uh, in Starkville and, and beat him pretty good and taught him a lesson about how to, you know, about some of the things he, he uses tools on Urban. So, uh, anyway, I think it's good. Let me talk to you about a subject you and I have had a brief conversation about, uh, Max, and that's cheating. It's in the news now in basketball. Uh, and right. I remember a comment I made to you about a year ago about people buying players in football and whether or not it used to be, uh, it's worse now than it was then or worse than that then. And you told me there were some hair raising stories back in your day on, on, right. uh, on people buying players. And I've, I've talked to a few people about it, not a whole bunch. I haven't said, I can't say I'm an expert on it, but. You know, I've been, I've heard these comments and these are outright comments that shocked me. I was told by a really great source friend of mine who said, hear an SEC coach say he wants $25,000 and $25,000 is too much to pay for a cornerback. <laughs> that's a coach, head coach at SEC said that. Right. right now, now I don't, I don't know the context, but I can pretty well figure it out. Mm. Um, you know, and we've heard, we know the Cam Newton story about his daddy saying he won two fifty sure. and all that stuff. And I've had people tell me there's prices set on players coming in. And we know the stories of all the way down to the youth leagues of Miami, where those players are basically bought, you know, they buy right. off the parents to get them on their teams. And it's AAU ball, of course, in basketball is terrible. Uh, for that, and the shoe companies get involved, and now they get the agents involved, the alumni get involved. My question to you, Max Al, who's been around football for a hundred years, you've known, you've seen all. How dirty is college football? Well, you know, I think it's the way you define that, but I think the first and foremost, I don't think the inducements to get them there uh, is as uh, I use the word flagrant as it was at one particular time. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, and I'm not that naive, you know that. But just remember, I, I, I did all the recruiting at Troy, at, at, at Troy State University where we won a national championship. I was in the recruiting office where we were number one in the country at Florida State, and my, and my recruiting class at Ole Miss was number four in the country when I was finished there. So I'm just saying I, I understand the process. Here's, here's a couple of things when we start talking about dirty and all that. Yeah, I think you have to step back, and I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just saying the reality of it. Until you've been there, and I heard friends just a moment ago talk about the Pell Grant. Let me tell you a, a fact that he didn't bring out. I ran the Pell Grant program uh, at a couple of universities, and they did. Ninety-five percent of that money those kids get do not stay in those kids' hands. It goes home to support the family. 
So I, I you know, that, that's not to me. That's not an inducement. That's a legal mm-hmm. uh, contribution by the government, which is allowed for any student, not just athletes, for any student. Uh, here's the thing that most people fail to understand. You go and I've been in the Delta in Mississippi. I've been in the in you know inner cities and in most of the major cities in this part of the country in recruiting those kids until you until you see the lifestyle that a lot of them come from, and then you take those kids and put them on a college campus. You take a kid from from the Delta in Mississippi and put him on on the campus at, at, uh, in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, I'm just telling you that's a culture shock when the kids don't even have enough money to buy clothes. Uh, I mean. I, I could just give you story after story. I'm not saying it's justification. I'm saying the things that happen like that, when people get involved in in helping those kids and those families, I'm not at all in favor of the extra inducements. But I'm telling you, I've been a, I've been a proponent for years of saying, hey, stipends are needed by these kids. I can tell you about stories. I recruited kids that was were almost ashamed to bring them to a college campus. They were academically eligible. They were morally fit. Uh, they, uh, everything they found they did was was legal. But the fact is that they could not even go on a date. They had no money. Uh, no, I, I signed a kid. I never. I signed a kid out of Kazesco, uh, Mississippi. A six foot six, three hundred twenty pound, around a four eight, was uh, headed to the NFL. Tore his knee up. This kid came to Ole Miss with two pair of jeans and a pair of flip flops and a t shirt. That's all he had. I signed him actually on the back of a log truck uh, at that particular time. And <laughs> you I did what? Use that as an you signed him on the back of a log Wait, 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 wait. You signed him he on was, the back of a log truck? His family were loggers on the back of a log truck. He was cutting <laughs> timber in the off se- in the out season when he was in high school. And that was his future. And I'm just saying to you, those were the kind of situations I ran into that makes you change your opinion about how you need to help kids and kids' family. If they're going to come to a university and they're going to, they're going to go back there and, uh, and the money, you know what the money is out there now as far as the stadiums are, the salaries the coaches make and all, you know, the, the amount of ticket prices they go. And those kids, you know, the amateurism, I certainly know, has to play a part. But the fact is, is uh, there has to be a line and I think really some reevaluation down the road uh, college sports going to continue as they are. All right, so you would agree with Steve Spurrier when he pulled out his wallet at the SEC coaches meeting in Destin and said, we can pay for this out of our own pockets. Yes, and I do. got a piece of paper to sign, sign right here on this paper. If you're willing to give up how many ever, how much ever it was, 75000 whatever it was, to right. give each kid money, you know, and all but a couple were willing to sign it. And he said, if you don't sign it, I'm going to tell the media who didn't sign it. And he right. did. One of them was Mark Rick, by the way. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, so he, and, uh, and, 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 you know, it, that, that, I thought that was really brave. And I, it we was. knew it was never going to happen. But you're right. When you've seen it like that up close as you have, and obviously as Coach Spurrier has, you know, yep. and you don't do anything about it, it's just not right, you know. And uh, but the, that, those are the things that, yeah. Yeah, those are the things, and, and having worked, see, my when I went to Ole Miss, that this was, it was a transition. That was in I left Florida State in uh, eighty in uh, January of eighty nine. Went to Ole Miss eighty nine, ninety nine, ninety one. At that transition with the NCAA was when they the NCAA developed uh, a presidents council. There was thirteen college presidents that right. actually monitored all the rules 
that were applicable to NCAA college football. Right. Well, Gerald Turner happened to be the president of that first group, and he was the chancellor at Ole Miss. So I had every Monday morning, I had a conference call. I had a chance to sit in to listen to these college presidents talk about rule infractions and all about you know, how the game ought to be played. And let me just tell you one thing about that. I know there's some great college presidents out there, but I'm going to tell you, most of those guys never had a real job. They came through the collegiate system. They went on and got their doctor degree. They were, they, kept on, they were kept on as an intern, then a college professor, and then graduated right on up to a presidency. And a lot of those guys are out of, rea- out of touch with reality, buddy. I'm just telling you, I've sit in on too many meetings in my career to say, hey, you know, these guys, they understand exactly what goes on, but some of them don't want to, they don't want to step up and try to make a change. Yeah, yeah. So, and um, the final thought is that people know, coaches know, they turn their head because they say, well, that's the system, you know? And it's like, oh, I don't want to know that, don't tell me. But it doesn't yeah. mean they aren't complicit when people are getting paid and bought, and we know that they are and have been. I wonder if this whole thing with the basketball is not a powder keg that's going to blow the top off football as well. Let me just tell you, buddy, this whole thing with basketball, the AAU, I was listening to talking to friends a while ago about the AAU. This has been going on since since I was in college. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about 40, 50 years ago, and I'm going to tell you, you mentioned about the inner city at Miami. I can just give you the other city it's hard to get into for that very reason. That's Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, that's I'm just telling you, you go back and check some of the hotbeds of college basketball around the country where the high school coach has nothing to do with these kids anymore as far as helping those guys get on to the next level. It's all about the AAU coach, you know, yeah. because they're able employed by the school. They're kind of an independent group. They kind of keep themselves uh, a distance away from that. They connect with the family, with the agents, with the shoe companies, or whomever. And yeah. uh, and that's the way the, that's the way the money's you know, been, it, it's flowing right yeah. now. Now, right, wrong, or otherwise, uh, the good to me, the good thing is, and we can argue that for a long, was when high school kids could go straight from high school to the NBA. Then they, were, they passed the age limit. They had to be, what, 19 or 20 years old before they went. They had to stay be out of high school at least a year before they go. To me, that minimizes the opportunity to, uh, to, to, to cheat, to bring these guys over to a college campus. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, and I, you know, I, I look at that. I don't, I'm not advocating that, that football has to go that way. Uh, football's got their problems. We all know that. But as far as when the money is as big as it is across the country, uh, and, you know, there's some opportunities out there now. There's some, there's some things in the, in the state legislatures, and I believe in Congress as well now, about legalizing betting uh, for all college, you know, for all athletic oh, yeah. in this country. It's coming. You know, it, 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 I'm telling you now that if that doesn't open up the door, I don't know what will. Yeah, I think it was Bubba Ennis who said later, uh, money corrupts, and it does. That's one of the problems we got now. So much money out there. Mac, as always, great stuff, man. I really appreciate you spending some time with us. And Sorry we had to, didn't get off the last time out. We didn't connect, but it's always good to get on with you and talk. And guys can leave you with this note, Max. What's for dinner? Well, <laughs> well, buddy, I'm going to tell you what. This past weekend, I, of course, the, the weather's turning warm in Mississippi now, and a lot of my buddies – have a big fish camp right down below where I live. And two of them went fishing, caught 150 one-pound crappie in one afternoon. No, they didn't use a net. They caught them on the bed. So we cooked fish this past Sunday night. 
I cooked about 25 crappie. I did the traditional coleslaw. I did baked beans. I did French fries. Oh, that sounds crappie. good. That's uh, that's making uh, me hungry. Big old, big old, yeah, big old pitcher of sweet iced tea. And I washed all I, when I washed all that down, and I followed it with one of my favorite Louisiana bread pudding. And then topping on that bread pudding was a little sugar and a lot of bourbon. Oh yeah. That's our kind of deal. We like that around here. Uh, Max does this all the time. He's professionally. He's a chef. A cook. He, people hire him out to do this kind of uh, Steve Alvarez says he's hired you a couple of times, huh? Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, I, I was asked. I'll be honest with you. I did a show with Wimp Sanderson in Tuscaloosa. I did one every Monday and Thursday with him. And Avery Johnson called and told him that he wanted me to come. When they came to play Mississippi State a couple of weeks ago, he wanted me to come do their pregame meal. But I had a conflict on that, and I couldn't go to Starkville to do that for him. But I do. I get a, I get a lot of opportunities to, to, to at least uh, show up. I don't know how good a cooking I am, but I, I do like to participate. We may have to have a Max Howell night here and get you to come and cook and speak. No, I'd love to do that now. Yeah, I see. yeah. You guys down there, look, I, I don't know how many trips I can recall going to Gainesville, but several when we were doing conference call in Southern Sports tonight. Yeah. And, uh, I always had a good crowd. I, I had a chance to go to Ocala and to Gainesville. I spoke yeah. to, to the Booster Club, the alumni bunch, and the whole bunch. So it's, uh, that would bring back fond memories, buddy. Yeah, well, one of our uh, real good members, Nat Blaylock, just uh, just weighed in and said, Max, come cook for the tailgate. So I think Bubba Ennis <laughs> has got that covered, but Bubba Ennis is a guy you got to meet. Bubba's uh, tailgate party was rated number one in the SEC by Sunshine wow. Network. Bubba's going to do our event on the 14th of yeah. June, uh, excuse me, of April, uh, get it right, April for the same day as the Orange and Blue spring game. game. Yeah, spring yeah. games, so it's going to be fun. So if you're in the neighborhood, come eat some good food. Next time I'll get you down here so you can cook. I'd love to do that. But always, I certainly appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys. Always appreciate you, Max, and all Thanks, the best Max. to you. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for spending some time with us. That'd be good. Thank you all here. Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, Brendan, you know, you want to hear a good Southern voice. That's guy. He's got a good Southern voice. I love hearing him talk. He's a Southern gentleman, isn't he? Yeah, he's great. He's always got really great information. And I was looking through the videos archives and uh i saw the I, I was watching the show there while you guys were talking about when he when he when he actually was was talking about dan mullen being the guy yeah so, so one of these days i keep saying i'm gonna first. download those all those and, and i know make but it's, know. Just, it's hours of footage that was interesting that i do remember jeff cole said he hooked on with us during the airport scene and that's when he found us and that's, <laughs> how many people have told us that Oh, at least at least fifty people uh, or more. It's just, we get yeah. so many messages from so many people in the kingdom every day. Yeah. It seems like. I'm glad you made me do it. I didn't want to go that night. I was too tired. No, oh, well, it was worth it. So. It was. It was quite a night. When are you coming so, home? We leave tomorrow night. We got a late night flight. We get home about one o'clock in the morning. Uh, and then we'll be there on Wednesday. And Brady and I are doing the show on Wednesday night. We're broadcasting from here tomorrow. Um, I think we've got it at 6, 5.30, I guess it is. No, I've got to go early because of the flight. So <clears throat> I'm going to go probably go at, at 5 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, we tomorrow got to be up. No, we're going to go at 4.30. Where are you going? Who's on first? No, 4.30 we'll be on the air tomorrow because we're going to get out of here in time to go to the airport in Philadelphia. So we'll be on the air tomorrow. So anyway, Roger's another great show, people. Thank you, Roger. Thank all you folks out there. What a great day it's been. 
we're going back and we're recalling that first phone call to Max Howell and then all the way through to our 1,000th member of the Gator Nation Kingdom, Jeff Cole of Tampa became that person tonight. So it's been a good day, Brendan. Yeah, what does he get again? Among other things, he gets a copy of Ted Balcoat's book. So Are you sign- who signed it's your mom it? Is right he, there. Is it signed? Hi, Mom. Steve Spurrier signed it, and I, I'm signing it. We might find something Have else. Have you guys been out partying or what? wonder what size he is in feet and shoes. May have a shot of a pair of gator shoes for him. You guys Snake, been out partying, or what, what have you guys been doing tonight? We went out to eat. Out to eat. Excuse me. Right behind you on your right. Pull up those shoes on the right. Behind your right shoulder. My shoes? Yeah. Don't look at them. Now, if he can wear this size shoe. He can't have he my shoes. Oh, I'll give him mine. No, I want those. Size 10. What are you giving away shoes for? No. No, I started the kingdom. Who gave me nothing? You got that. What do you mean you got those? He's a thousandth member. That's great, but I started it. I get the the stuff. You don't even want them. I get all the stuff. That's how how, how it worked in the beginning. These are mine. Matt gets a book. Yeah, Jeff Cole says he's a size 10, by the way, which is exactly the size that I have, 10s. Yeah, well, Jeff, <clears throat> oh, if, they, if they don't fit me, Jeff, they're yours. Um, I mean, you can do whatever then, you want. Uh, I got to see if I – because I like the white better than the orange. The orange – and Susan to be honest with you, they don't fit that great. What? Susan Cunningham said hello to the queen. Yeah, hello to Thank the queen. Thank you, Susan. Yes. Hello to Chris. Chris is in Vegas. Great. And Bubba says the queen is beautiful. Put 50 on black, Chris, for me. 50 on black. Roger says the size 10. Roger, it isn't like we have all these shoes. We have two pairs. Right, Roger's feisty today. And it's today for him, it's by the way. only out of China. What are you going to say? Well, it's today for him. He's, he's you know. Thank you, David. I appreciate that. So, so yeah. Um, these these are available for you to buy also, just in case you know. Yeah. Lynn's a size 14. Good luck on that. We're supposed to tell yeah. people that. Chris wants the orange and blue shirt. <laughs> oh, I made some shirts. I'm I'm trying to fix the graphic for the T-shirt Make so it so. says, "Stay loyal to the kingdom." Before. Are you listening to me? You I guys am. have been drinking. Your mother, we have not. You've been drinking. I haven't. You guys have been getting, clearly. You've been drinking. Getting some notice here. Clearly, yeah. you've been. Both of you have been drinking. Yeah, it's clear. It's clear Jeffers, now. It's the whole family's been out boozing. Right. Okay, Roger, today is Monday for me. Sorry about that. Sorry, Monday for me too. So well, yeah, me all right, dilly dilly to all of you. What else you got? I'm going I'm out. Yeah, you're you you're you're pretty low energy all of a sudden. Are you guys gonna go back out or something? Well I, I did a show earlier today. Oh, I see. Well, you know, I worked earlier today. So there. Oh okay. Well yeah. good. Roger says it's Tuesday AM. Okay. Is it Tuesday? In China. Roger didn't know what day it is in China. So how, you know, so, yeah. Well, thanks again to Chris and people are saying uh, the Cuba for the sponsorship of late night Daily Daily. He's up, he's out in Las Vegas. He's just weighed in and said, oh, thank you. He loves the shirt. Don't um, eat supermarket when you could be enjoying fresh seedy well, farms. I'm putting yeah, the graphic there you in. Go. And you've had them. I'm looking forward to They're mine. Delicious. And I'm going to bring Chris on when he gets back. Well, you didn't give me a lot of. You didn't give me a leeway. I would get some video and all that good stuff for the farm, oh, you and, which yeah. you know you don't give me any, any headway. So 
you know, it's tough to well, get Well, here's the deal. Uh, uh, we plan to go out and see his CD farm. It's, I think it's 160 acres, right, Chris? Mm-hmm. An archer. Uh, and he's pasture fed. And so if you folks want some good pasture fed beef, our own Chris Cuba is one of our original members. We'll make it possible for you. He'll be at the, uh, and Tracy, right? Actually, Tracy is the boss lady. Cause uh, she's, she's, she's honestly, she's more important than Chris. I'll be honest with you. Honestly. Tracy, I didn't mean to slight you, honey. Yeah, Sorry did. about that. He did mean to do uh, that. He's, so, uh, he's like that. You can watch out for him. All right, so look. Jeff uh, called Dilly Dilly to you, Roger Burns. That little true, I get him mixed up. I got it all. I just read it. No. Everybody. All right. read it dilly again? Dilly to everybody. All the Dillys. Yeah. And Chris says, yes, sir, meaning Tracy the boss. Thanks, Chris. Chris and Tracy, yeah. Thank you very much, Tracy and Chris, very much for support. And that's what we need to do now. After we got our 1,000th member, plan meet and greets. Get some T-shirts made. Yeah, I think I told you I was trying to talk about the T-shirt there for a second. And you didn't hear me. We need to get some sponsorships. Well, I was trying like to tell you about the T-shirt. Go ahead. You got the next two minutes. Oh, thanks. I get two minutes. Wow. Uh, I the T-shirts are going to be. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to say stay loyal to the kingdom, and then it's going to say the Facebook name at the Gator Nation Kingdom, and then it's going to say Dilly Dilly. X twelve. No. I'm not going to say back to swamp. I want it to be fresh. I don't want it to be always just Bubba wants swamp. to know why it doesn't say best damn tail. Bubba's the best, best damn tailgate on. Well, I don't have a graphics artist that wants to design all that. If you all want to kick in. Well, who was the guy? Who did our sign? Uh, you know, I got, you know, I got oh, it. That, that's all going to happen. Billboard? Huh? Did, somebody did that sign for us on the billboard we use. What sign? Uh, name and lights. The one on name and lights. Gator, on it says uh, Gator Nation Kingdom Dilly Dilly on, those, on the lights billboard that we use. Yeah, but that's not, that's not a, that was from an app on a phone. That wasn't like a graphic that we need. Can, like, I already it. talked to Jen Boys about it, and she's going to try to help me do something. Oh, Jen, yeah, will you for Crown Island? You are feisty tonight. Listen, sir, Drew, it's not we'll just going to happen for you we'll in two seconds. I'm not just whip up a graphics artist here in two Bubba's seconds. Back. Bubba, and, if you uh, got some, if you got, some, if you can make me a graphic and we can get a t-shirt person together, I'm down. But you know, it takes work, and I got an online company that'll do it. It just can't say I don't have the time to get it to say pack the swamp or bug. Read your Bubba's. comments right there, man. They just made them. Bubba made them, and Jeff Cole made. Uh huh. What'd they say? Bubba says, that's okay. It doesn't have to say that. It's about the kingdom. Right. And Jeff Cole said, extra large t-shirt that could keep Spurrier Brook in size 10 gator shoes nice and padded for shipping. Just saying. Yep. Yeah, and Jeff, just so you know, we don't have any t-shirts. <laughs> we bought ours. Do you see when what I'm, I'm saying? Right here, I had made myself. This is not a t-shirt. This is a long oh, sleeve shirt. Buddy's taking his clothes well, off. What are you going to do? This is a this shirt. This is getting right really uncomfortable. Where is it? Right there. There it is. The original shirt that has blue on blue. Beautiful shirt. It's a terrible Beautiful. shirt. <laughs> it's a blue on keep, blue. You can't even you read the last thing. It says Martin. You can't even read it. I'm sure people in the Generation King like to have it. So, Robert, to answer your questions, if we're going to order these T-shirts for the big party. Yes, the and if I just get the graphic done tomorrow. To if get you, started. If you, if you would begging for graphics. But supposedly we have somebody, our friend Jen, who got a new job with making lots more money and has no time for us anymore. She's too big for She us. just had surgery. Now don't you feel like a jerk? Oh, but 
No, I don't. That's not an excuse. She just she got out of surgery 24 hours ago. Down. 24 hours ago. So now right. you feel like a terrible person. And you should. Well, no. She can't even you know do that. it. And she's still going to work for us tomorrow. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Because I want to get done. the T-shirts. I want to have some kind of T-shirts that say stay loyal oh. to the kingdom, Gator Nation kingdom, and have some stuff. I, You know, I'm not a graphics artist. Yeah. Oh, you've done a great job, Brandon. You've done enough. We'll figure it out. All right. I'm going to go. If we don't figure it out in the next couple of days, it'll be too late. I love you, son. Good night. Oh, this is how it is now. We're going. Grabbing some music. and Good night, everybody. Uh, Stay on and tell us maybe where you're watching from. All 24 of you. Daniel Hightower, thanks, Daniel Hightower, lawyer. Seeing this graphic right now. I cracked the victory justice this night. Kyle Quarterback Club. And uh, the Buddy Martin Show. Thanks for watching, everybody. Good night.